Gold, Jerry. Go, go, Jerry. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the butter. Yeah, okay. You got fine. What are you doing? Thank you, dummies. <laughs> Sit down, young man. Get on him all. Go, Jerry. Go. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Amp Radio. Brought to you as ever by the AMP Radio Network. This week, we are here to do a big one. That's what I'm talking about. That's what she said. Uh, a large <laughs> event this weekend. Um, uh, I, you know, guys, in my opinion, it's good to have this excitement back because it hasn't been since the John Jones fight that I was really excited about a fight card. This one here, let's get into it real quick. UFC 248. Uh, I am joined this evening. The Fighting Four is here. My name is Proteus. This intro is going terribly for me, but let's get right into it. UFC 248, also known as Adesanya versus Romero, will take place on March 7th, 2020 at the T-Mobile Arena in Paradise, Nevada. They were saying Las Vegas, but we know it's Paradise, Nevada, right, DJ Tony? That's right. Um, Okay, guys, so like I mentioned, um, the order of the show tonight, because we have a a large uh, event or fight card on our hand, we will be doing our regular setup, main event, co-main event, everyone's favorite segment of the show, Spotlight Fight of the Night. If we have time at the end, we will do some rewind. I will definitely tell you who won last week. Uh, Unfortunately, we were without the life of the party last week, but not this week. As I mentioned, the Fighting Four is back in town. Let's go ahead and cue her music. The life of the party herself, Pam from North Carolina. Hello. <laughs> Hi, guys. What's happening? I am. I'm awake and I'm here. <laughs> Good to have you. Good to have you back. This oh my week. god, we missed you. It was well. You know what? I, I would. I woke up and it's eleven o'clock, and I'm like, what the. Hell? What day? Where am I? I was so disoriented. Oh my gosh, I was just exhausted. I mean, just so tired, and um, I think it all just caught up with me. And then forget about it. Forget about it. You know, I messaged I I Tony or somebody. I'm like, do we have a show tonight? But anyway, my apologies, and I am here. No worries. Sometimes life gets in the way, like we like to say on this yeah. show, Tammy. Uh, what can you do? Oh, real for real. All oh, right, so real. let's keep this train rolling on and get to the big boss man himself uh, coming at us from sunny California. It's the big oh. boss man. It's Tony time, bitches. It's Tony time, bitches. Proteus. Marco, the lovely Pam, glad to have you back. I'm a little ornery today, guys, because the MM media is driving me insane. Everyone wants to be PC. Everyone wants to do this. But like Marco says, we're in America. What is this calling fighters by their last name first? We are not in China. I am not going to call <laughs> Homero Yoel. Homero Yoel. I'm not going to call Adesanya Israel. And I'm not going to call Zhang Wei Li. Her name's Wei Li Zhang. What the hell are we doing, boys and girls? <laughs> what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Practice? <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? All right. 
I, uh, Tony and I were talking back and forth a couple of days ago about this, and I was like, man, you sound a lot like Marco right now. And speaking of Marco, let's go deep into the heart of Texas, DJ Tony. That's right. Deep in the heart of Texas. Marco Pumaco, brother. Careful, Tony, our Chinese overlords might hear you, and we might get canceled. <laughs> but, uh, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, right, too late. Uh, it, the coronavirus is everywhere, babe, man, and uh, they canceled the Arnolds this weekend. And, uh, like, please don't cancel my USCs. Please don't do that. People, wear your mask. Go there in hazmat suits. I don't care. The fire, if the fighters have to fit in fire hazmat suits, I don't care either. Just, just make that fight happen. <laughs> Let's talk some MMA. Yes, sir. Uh, it, it makes that uh, joke that uh, Joanna Yenjacek made a couple of weeks ago a little bit more uh, relevant. No, Marco? No, shit. <laughs> no, shit. <laughs> it's all the Chinese fault, man. I blame the Chinese. All right, guys. So as Marco said, let's talk some MMA. Uh, if everybody can remind me to give the odds again this week, you know how I like that, uh, especially on the spotlight fights of the night. All right, DJ Tony, cue that music. To the middleweight division we go. As I mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a slobber knocker at the top of the card here. Champion Israel Adesanya versus your boy, Yorel Homero, coming at us. In the main event, I'm super stoked for this one. Let me give you guys the odds before I even throw to Marco. Uh, Marco, Israel Adesanya right now is at a minus 280. Yoel Romero coming back at us at a plus 240. This is uh, obviously champion versus number three in the division. Yoel Romero coming off a couple losses, DJ, or, uh, Marco. Israel Adesanya called him out, though. What you got? Main event. So, this is If you will, a delay, man, I just said, okay, well, what are the rankings for? Joel Romero should not be fighting this fight. I mean, after Pablo Costa got hurt, probably Canonier should be the next logical uh, contender. But everybody likes Joel Romero, dude. And, and the guy is 42,000 years old. We, we don't know exactly his age. Uh, he's not going to do any more shots of a title. He's so much an exciting fight. Granted that I've been harping on this dude for all the, the stool gate and all the shenanigans he pulls out sometimes. But you cannot deny the guy, especially the last Pablo Costa fight, super exciting. And the two winner guys were race of ten. You can make the argument that he won the second winner of fight. Uh, look, conventional wisdom tells you that uh, Alisson should run away with this one. I don't think he can knock out Romero, but he can outpoint the shit on him. But that would be too boring. I don't want to make a decision this week. So I'm going to pick Joel Romero in a huge upset. Joel, we well know he can always come back. He carries the power to the whole fight, and he can always come back late. Every single soul that has fought Joel Romero get taken a piece of his soul with him. The guy, Christ, he can hurt you. Uh, it's going to be something spectacular, kind of fluky. Uh, he's going to use his speed. He's not going to outpoint Arizona. He's not going to outstrike Arizona. Like he's gonna, I think he's going to catch it with something late that is going to hurt Arisanya, and then he's going to finish it. So 
Give me Joel Romero, the king of the third round by TKO. I knew. It's the best way. I knew. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> the, the, the Cuban muscle crisis of 42,000 years old, new middleweight champion yeah, with the two Samson in the third round TKO. Yes, sir. I have that for you, Romero. Third round TKO from Marco. All right, Pammy. Uh, you hear what uh, what Marco is throwing down over here? I mean, we missed you last week. We got to get you back into the picture. What you got going on here? Main event, UFC two forty. All right. Um, did you see my cool picture that I posted? And it was all freaking blurry, man. That pissed me off because I yeah. I met Israel in Vegas last time. Super <laughs> duper nice. Um, this guy is a kickboxer, uh, boxing, and a blue belt in jujitsu. He's thirty years old, six foot four with an 80-inch reach advantage, uh, 14 KOs under his belt, four decisions, no losses. Uh, my question is, his fight resume. Um, he fought Robert Whitaker, um, Kevin Gastelum went to decision, uh, very hittable Anderson Silva, a very hittable Derek Brunson, Brad Tavares gave him problems, and the beautiful Marvin Vittori went to a decision win. So, you know, things that make you go, hmm, is Yoel Romero, uh, 42 in Cuban years. He's either, depending on what site you look at, he's either six foot or 5'10. And a 73 and a half uh, reach advantage. Uh, this dude is an Olympic freestyle wrestler, he has KO power. He's a great striker, has endurance. Both of these guys have gone uh, five rounds two times, but Joel Romero, I don't know if you all remember, but this dude, something happens to him in the third round, and I don't know if he's got some kind of reset button, but this dude comes alive in the third round. He has a chin made of concrete or something, um, his wrestling is bar none. I, I think Yoel has um, a lot of old school tricks up his sleeve. And I know Adesanya is the favorite, but I, I think Yoel Romero is going to, you know, prove to us that um, 42 is the new 30. Um, I'm picking him uh, third round. Marco, what did you say? TKO. TKO. Third round? I don't want to pick the same. And I'm not going to pick decision. Um, you know what? I'm going to go fourth round TKO for me. No, yeah, for, right. fourth round TKO oh. for me. How about that? Early. All right. All right. Early fourth round for uh, Pammy. And you know, Pammy, yeah. mm-hmm. the answer to life, universe, and everything is 42. Right? Right? So maybe, we're, maybe uh, you know. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. 42. Yeah. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, I wouldn't be very good if I was, you know, dropping quotes for a movie I couldn't remember, right? Although that probably has happened in the past. All right. Let's move right along to GJ Tony. All right. Let's go uh, to DJ Tony on this one here uh, in the main event. We've got your boy, uh, the last. Style Bender versus the Soldier of God. What you got, brother? Main event UFC two. Well, unfortunately, I think Marco and Pam are completely right. Um, there's something about Adesanya 
you know, getting loaner cars at the Porsche dealership instead of training. Yeah. And, and, and there's something to be said, too, about having the eye of the tiger. There's no doubt about it. I, Izzy, and I'm getting Izzy with it. There's no doubt about it. Nothing? I'll give myself a credit. <laughs> All right, Listen, there's no doubt about it. Israel Adesanya is a real deal. There is no doubt about it. And I don't know what his ceiling is, but it's pretty darn high. Um, I just think he's distracted. I think the odds are against him, uh, meaning no one can go undefeated or, or darn near undefeated forever. It just doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. The problem is this, though, guys. Marco took the pick that I thought was right. Pam took my backup pick. So now – but to keep my lead going, I'm going um, Yoel Homero, second round, late in the second round, TKO over the very talented Israel Adesanya. All right. So uh, back to me on this one, huh? Um, yeah, Tony, I think that uh, what we're seeing on the embedded is you know, kind of concerning. I thought just when uh, Israel Adesanya got off the plane in that cloak and the and the mask, I understood obviously, uh, you know, flying and the coronavirus, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but uh, just kind of All strange. And we know Vicks. Israel Adesanya. What's that? Vicks. That's what he needs. <laughs> All right. The vapor rub. What's up? Lemonade. That's Redefine. Vicks vapor right. rub. Clears it all up, right? Exactly. All right. So here we go. Um, Israel Anasanya, 18-0-0 against Yoel Romero, 13-3. Guys, um, I think you guys are all coming down the right lane here. Uh, every time we, we get somebody who fights Yoel Romero, uh, the two Whitaker fights, you know, they, they, Whitaker said it was like fighting a wall. You know, that this guy is, is uh, you know, made chiseled out of stone basically and then, of course as we've alluded to we don't know his exact age uh could be that uh yoel homero is five million years old uh, as marco points out israel adesanya really feeling the flow thank you very much dj tony israel adesanya really feeling the flow really getting into uh the space where he's loving himself right now uh that's what i see um you know the dance off at the press conference didn't go well for him Yoel Romero going with the backflip and jeans and the splits and jeans. I'm giving it to Yoel Romero as well. I think um, Israel Adesanya has a little bit of the Holly Holm uh, disease going on here, maybe taking a fight a little bit too soon uh, when, you know, <sighs> oh, he maybe should have sat back and waited a bit. Yeah, I mean, we all yelled at Holly Holm for taking that fight against Misha Tate, uh, especially Dana White. But, I mean, Israel Adesanya says he wants to stay busy. I don't think you go and call out Yoel Romero, though, uh, guys. I think if we if we wanted to uh, to look back at you know another really good stand-up fighter that Yoel Romero has gone against, uh, and you know gave him that lucky kiss, uh, Luke Hockhold, uh, and you know we we know what happened there. Third round KO TKO that <laughs> that stunning knee that apparently Romero uh, uh, was uh, showing off on TMZ uh, the other day. Uh, I'm also, guys, going to take Romero in this one. I it, it, I did want to go the other way since everybody else is taking Romero in this one. But I think, honestly, guys, that honest Adesanya 
it's this one. He's bitten off a little bit more than he can chew a little bit too soon. Uh, Homero, if he's smart, is going to be able to get in the inside, press Israel up against the cage, dirty box him if possible, use some of that wrestling that we thought that Whitaker should have used against Israel and not stand there and trade with him. Um, I think that's Yoel Romero's path to victory here. Um, you know, of course, as you guys have mentioned, he could put, pull something out of his ass in the third and, and get that KO again. Um, I'm going to go ahead, guys, and um, I'm going to have to agree with one of you guys, right? Because everybody's all the other rounds are taken. I don't think Romero is going to get it done in the first. I don't think Israel Adesanya is that stupid, and I don't think this one goes five, guys, to be honest with you. Um, I'm going to take the lucky the third round, four. just like Marco was. No, uh, Pam took the fourth. DJ Tony took the second. Uh, I don't want to take the fifth, so I have to agree with you, uh, Marco. Uh, this is going to be real exciting. Um, and I'm going to take TKO as well, Marco. Unfortunately, I do apologize, but uh, that's the, that's the pick that makes sense. You don't want to be Nate Diaz and take the fifth? Oh, God, no. Let me put an end to all this. We all pick Joel Romero. Let's not be surprised if Arizona make us look like fools. And then let's not get upset when people that listen to us start sending us comments like, you guys know nothing. This is a pig show. Yeah. This is for fun. We are not experts. We are just super fans that like to pick fights. Uh, and something that just, that just uh, came to me, this is your seat, 248, 24 and 8. This is a Kobe Bryant freaking pay-per-view. Gracious. <laughs> Excellent. Well done, Marco. All right, guys, uh, let's go ahead and move it right along because we are moving around along swiftly. Um, look, that, let's go ahead and get into this uh, co-main event. DJ Tony Q, the music, if you'd like. To the women's strawweight division we go. And, of course, to appease our Chinese overlord, Zhang Wiley versus your girl, Joanna Yunjeche. Let me give you guys... Uh, the odds quickly here before I throw it to Pammy. Uh, Pam, uh, the champion, uh, Zhang, is coming at us at a minus 165 right now, and uh, JJ coming back at us at a plus 145. Pammy, what you got going on here in the co-main event of UFC 248? All right. Um, Wiley against Joanna Shashevsky. I don't know how to say her last name, but it looks like Shashevsky <laughs> to me. But anyway, okay. Wiley is 20-1. Joanna is 16-3. Uh, um, Wiley has never gone five rounds before. She's a great striker, uh, purple belt in jiu-jitsu, and she practices sanda, which is uh, Chinese boxing, if you all didn't know. She has uh, 10 KOs, seven subs, three decisions, and, excuse me, one decision lost. Um, what I question again with her is her fight resume, who has she fought in the UFC, really besides Jessica Andrade, who she took the belt from. Uh, mm-hmm. Tisha Torres, she went decision with Tisha Torres, uh, took out Jessica in the first round. Uh, Jessica Aguilar, she must not like Jessica's, took her out in the first round too. And Danielle <laughs> Taylor, uh, decision with that one. Um, everything else is coming out of Kunlun fights. Um, whatever the you know whatever the fuck that is, but um, so I, I question a little bit of her her fight resume, but she's here, she's been here, and so she has really 
been kind of stress-free with the coronavirus, you know, um, chilling, mm. not having to worry about all that stuff. And you have Joanna. And Joanna, I think at one point she was unbeatable, but I think the competition caught up with her. You know, this girl uh, decision, Michelle Watterson uh, decision, Valentina, she lost by decision. She beat Tisha Torres by decision. She lost to Rose by decision. Uh, Then she lost to Rose by KO. Then uh, Jessica decision, Carolina decision, Claudia decision. Uh, So you get my meaning. This girl is a super-duper decisionator. Um, Her last KO was in 2015. I, I just don't think that um, she's going to dethrone Wiley just anytime soon. Uh, I have Wiley winning a second round TKO. All right. Sang second round KO. <clears throat> All right, DJ Tony, let's throw to you. Uh, Pammy doesn't have much uh, faith in the for- former champ. Uh, we, you know, Pam, we can call her Joanna champion still, even though we can call her Joanna former champion if you prefer. Uh, so, and like I'm saying here, DJ Tony, former champion, she's now dropped to number six in the division. What do you got going on in the co-main event, brother? We can call her Miss Jackson if you're nasty. Um, personally, wow. I, listen, I nothing. All right, I'll give myself crickets on that one. Extra crickets. Remind me to put that in. By the way, is is. Is Wiley Zhang related to Wiley Coyote? Because I, I thought her name was Wei. Oh, no, boy. Is it, uh, anyway. Sorry, I don't know what her name is. Sorry, I'll give myself crickets on one. I think Pam's right on the money, but we have to understand, before we start ripping on Joanna, I mean, Joanna, um, the one thing that, that we need to remember is what kind of fighter she is. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to throw that in because of the J. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Uh, all right. So, uh, thank you, by the way, for getting that. No one else got that. So, thank you, by the way. Here's the thing, though. We have to remember what kind of fighter she is, guys. We She weighs 115 when she can make weight. She's not a power puncher. She's not on Andrage. So, let's give her credit for what she is. She's a point fighter. That's what she was in Muay Thai. That's what she is. Never mind that she basically took out Esparza and Penny uh, via TKO, but she does it on volume not power. Um, I think Joanna, assuming her head's right on the money, I think she's faced someone like, like Wei Li Zhang before. And I'm not going to start calling them by their last names. Come on, this press is driving me insane. That's ridiculous. Listen, just like Pam, sorry, just like Box, Pam, Pandora Box, nothing. Just like uh, mm-hmm. Diaz Pro, just like Maldo Marco, that actually is his handle. Shout out to Maldo Marco. I, I, I think right. Joanna has faced someone someone like this before. I think she's faced Jessica Andrade, and I don't think Whaley Zhang is, is much, a lot different, actually, from, from Jessica Andrade. I think they're both the same, to be honest with you. They're both kind of the same fighter. I think they're both incredible fighters. Something about this, you know, and listen, not to make fun of the coronavirus, which is here in the U.S. as well, and maybe coming up your way, too, Proteus, in Canada. But it's too cold up I, here. I think there's something... Well, lucky you guys. I think it's, there's something to be said about being disrupted, right? This is a di- disruption of the country. It's a disruption of her travel plans. It's a disruption of, of her training, like legit, right? When we here in the U.S., we can't find hand sanitizer anywhere. And I'm not joking. Ask Pam, ask Marco. We can't find hand sanitizer mm-hmm. anywhere. Um, 
just like it disrupted the U.S. Come, it, come, it had come a for your Oh, well, we can't find it here. Not joking. Um, not even at Costco. So I, I think it's a disruption. I think she has to fly out to the U.S. maybe earlier than she had to. I know she's already here via the embedded. I think that's a lot of distraction, guys. I'm going Ioana, and I'm going Ioana via decision, which is basically the only way she can fight. Surprise. Um, and that's a huge leap. That's a huge leap of faith because I think uh, Weili Zhang is a better fighter at this point. But I think there's too much distraction, guys. I'm thinking you'll want to be a decision. All right. So, DJ Tony going with uh, Jerry Check on this one by decision. Uh, <laughs> nothing? Okay. I'll give myself crickets. All right. So, uh, Wiley Zhang uh, versus Joanna and J. Chick. Thank you, DJ Tony. Yeah, And, uh, Tony, you did mention the travel, uh, of course, as we know from the embedded um, Zhang had told us that, uh, you know, the UFC instructed her to leave China. Uh, she went to uh, Abu Dhabi and then, of course, came over to uh, Las Vegas and has been training at the Performance Institute. Now, the one thing from the embedded that I was concerned about, DJ Tony, and we talked about this off air, is the fact that the one thing that Zhang keeps on referring to is the fact that she's having trouble sleeping. And, uh, <clears throat> I mean... The embedded, I'm sure we're, we're a number of days behind uh, on the embedded, uh, but that does concern me. As you mentioned, all that travel, DJ Tony, um, that may be catching up to her. Maybe she's having some time, trouble adjusting. Whereas uh, Yin Jacek, um, only coming you know, back uh, in three hours in the time zones from where she's living now in Florida, you know, maybe a little bit of smoother transition. Yes, I know that Yin um, Jacek has had a lot of uh, media obligations this past week or so um, because, of course, she is the former champion. Um, but long way to say I don't think that um, she's going to be able to get this one done. I think Joanna knows that this is her probably her last chance at the title. Um, she's probably put a lot of pressure on herself. If anybody was watching the open workouts this, uh, this afternoon or this morning, if you were on the West Coast, Looking, both women looking in uh, excellent shape, uh, ripped up. I mean, the the eight pack on Zhang uh, on the embedded alone is very impressive. I think the work ethic of these Chinese fighters, guys, is second to none. Uh, I think that uh, it's it, being a part of their lives. Uh, you know, being from a communist country, this is. Uh, if you ask Yoel Romero as well, I mean, that's just part of their life. I mean, when you decide to be a fighter, that's what you are. Um, and the government, thank you. And the government definitely will back you in this. I think Wei Li is going to be able to get Joanna uh, just kind of like Rose did. You know, Joanna, yes, she's got a lot of movement, but she kind of keeps her head in the same area. She doesn't really move her head around a lot. And and we know by what Rose did to her um, that she can get caught and and end up um, tapping to uh, punches. I'm going to take uh, Zhang in this one as well. We're going to do the same thing as Pam here. <clears throat> I don't know that this goes all five guys because, as you mentioned out, Pam, uh, Zhang has not gone five rounds. Joanna definitely has. And I think Joanna will have success in the first couple of rounds, but Wei Li will be able to get to her in the third third round. Uh, TKO, KO for me, uh, for Zhang. <clears throat> All right, Marco, uh, you can be the voice of reason on this one. What do you got going on here in the co-main event, UFC 248, brother? 
Yeah, first of all, let me appreciate the brief enhancement that Joanna put on herself. Good job, girl. <laughs> Good job. Uh, look, I've been going back and forth with the fight. Uh, you know, uh, Zhang Weili has the support of the, the Chinese government, as you, as you know. I mean, they, they support mm-hmm. the athletes so much that they put all their gymnasts on the steroids on the Beijing Olympics. That was a uh, significant deal. <laughs> I didn't they want did. to go there, Marco. Uh, it is the truth. But uh, well, so far, she got past all the Higusaratis. So, so far, so good. Um, look, Zhang Weili had to go from China to Thailand, to Abu Dhabi, and now to the United States. That is a lot of traveling and time change and stuff like that because of this corona thingy. Uh, Joanna is really good against grapplers. She knocks the grapplers out and makes them look really bad. But against straight strikers, uh, she doesn't look so good because she cannot impose her, her, her work, you know, but she does. Mm-hmm. I will grant you that the longer this fight goes, the better it is for Joanna Jenjacek. I, I, unlike you, I don't think she's going to do well on the first first couple of rounds, but I think she she start com, coming out at the third, fourth, and fifth because I think Whaley will get tired. She's not accustomed to to five rounds. We've never seen her on five rounds, but we don't know if her heart will hold up. All that said, I still think Whaley is, at, at this point, probably the, the more powerful uh, uh, striker. Uh, she got a ruthless aggression, and I think she's going to be able to catch Joanna. I mean, we see her get knocked out before, uh, thinking that Rose did it. And uh, yep. I think that uh, Rose is not a power striker, but she's a really good kickboxer, as we have come to find out. I think Whaley is a much better kickboxer, and she got power for days. I mean, you just got to take a look at the girl. So I don't think that those late rounds are going to play a, play a factor. I think Wei catches Joanna on the second round and knocks her ass out. And still, okay. so give me the Chinese girl uh, as, as still uh, a strawweight champion. All right, Marco. So if you win both of your fights, uh, you're going to have both uh, two people on your fights with you. So <clears throat> let me recap these these picks here. Pam taking Zhang, uh, second round KO. Uh, DJ taking, uh, DJ Tony taking JJ by decision, decisionator. Uh, I am taking Zhang as well by third round TKO. Marco also taking Zhang by second round KO. So DJ Tony on an island by himself uh, in the co-main event. All right, guys, we are moving along here. I don't think we're going to get into uh, any rewind because we are swiftly running out of time. But having said that, we do have enough time for everyone's favorite segment of the show, Spotlight Fight of the Night. Marco, go ahead and lead us off. Spotlight. Spotlight. Spotlight fight of the night. So the very first fight of this card is Dana Bargarel versus Argentino Puto Maldito Guido Caneri. So of course I'm gonna pick against the Argentino Puto Maldito. Give me Dana Bargarel that I don't know anything about. I know nothing about this guy Dana Bargarel, but knockout second round for Dana Bargarel. Argentino Puto Maldito Guido Caneri face planting on the freaking canvas. I just have to pick against him. Every time I see his face, I have to pick against him. So that's my pick. Ouch. All right. Second round KO, correct? Yep. Dana Bargarello, whatever his name is, against Argentino yes, Pudumari. The non-Argentinian. <laughs> gotcha. And Marco, uh, uh, Dana is the favorite right now at a minus 140. Uh, the 
Argentinian coming back at us at a plus 120. I almost said something uh, that uh, I uh, shouldn't have. You have to say the Argentino puto maldito coming at the yeah. higher right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. What you said. <laughs> All right, Pammy. Um, yep. Marco's hate runs deep. Uh, what do you got going on here for your spotlight fight of the night? Jose Alberto Quinones versus Sugar Sean O'Malley. Welcome yeah. to the Sugar Show. Woo! The um, Sugar Show is back. After two years. Yeah. And I'm excited. I love this guy. He's so much fun. Um, we both belong to the Crazy Hair Club. Um, man, I, I think this is going to be a fun fight. Uh, Sean O'Malley, six KOs, one sub three decision versus Jose Alberto Quinones. Uh, two KOs, one sub five decisions. Um, man, I am picking my sugar Sean O'Malley, even though he's been gone a little bit. Um, his last two wins were by decision. I think he's ready for his KO, second round TKO for me. Okay, second round TKO. Yeah, the sugar show. I, a couple of things I wanted to point out here. Um, or I'll give you the odds first. Uh, sixth fight on the card, of course. Sean O'Malley in a minus three sixty-five. Uh, wow. Jose Quinones coming back at us at a plus three hundred five. <clears throat> so wow. one thing I wanted to note: Sean O'Malley on the sixth fight down from the main event, getting a lot of foot airtime on the Embedded Show. I was surprised about that, so they're definitely trying to push this guy. Secondly. I see that O'Malley has a, you know, a wrap on that left ankle that he's been out for, for a number uh, while well, he was, he had the uh, marijuana thing too. Right. So, uh, mm-hmm. but he was originally out due to the injury to his left uh, ankle foot, whatever. A uh, little concerned that he's still wearing something on that foot. Um, seems to me, maybe it hasn't healed 100%. Thirdly, uh, what's up with his trainer? That guy has in two years, Gotten real jacked. Just saying. Maybe a little non-honest supplements going on there. All right, like DJ that. Tony. Let's throw to you. Um, what do you got? What's your spotlight for tonight, brother? I know what you guys are thinking. You guys are looking at Viana Poliana and Whitmire Emily. But nope, I'm not going that route. Because... <laughs> do it. You know you want to. Do it. Do it. No, I can't. I can't because one of my favorite of fighters. Show. I don't want to get emo. I don't want to get emotional, guys. But one of my favorite fighters, my quarterback. That's right. That's my quarterback, Darius Benil. My boy, Benil Darius, who oh. by the way just got married. Shout out to uh, oh, Benil Darius and his beautiful wife Victoria. Um, he will fight Dracar close. By the way, one of my favorite colognes in the nineties. Jokar. Uh, wow. The problem is, guys, I I cannot go. That's what, that's what he was named after. Not not joking. I mean, listen, Frankie say I know. no more. That's right. Frankie say no more. I got to go Benil Darius, guys, because he is my quarterback. My he quarterback. is my guy. That's right. My quarterback, Benil Darius. Um, that's right. You know, his, his Darius, Darius can you do the Fandango? Right? That's, that's a good one, goes, actually, right? Pammy. Yeah, not not joking. That's actually you. You know what? You get one of these for that. That's a pretty good one. Um, I'm going Benil Darius, guys, and I think um, 
team is actually excellent. And switch, switch kickers are, 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 are fantastic. Switch kickers? What did I just say? Switch kicks. Boy, I'm losing it. You know what? I, 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 I might have stood next to Sean O'Malley a little too long, Pammy. Uh, but I'm picking wow. Benil Darius via second-round submission over Dracar Close, who's a legit fighter. Second round I, submission for DJ Tony. Let me give you the odds on that fight I'm real quick. Darius. <laughs> Thank you, George. Uh, so Benil Darius at a minus 170 right now is the favorite. Uh, Dracar Noir, I mean, Dracar Close coming back at us at a plus 150. <laughs> All right, guys. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going with the. Uh, the fight directly before your fight, DJ Tony, uh, Jinling Lee versus Magni Neal. Um, I'm going to head. One. It's going to be a good one, yeah. And this is a big step up for uh, Jingling. Um, you know, and he says that himself on the embedded Belich. show. But I don't think, I don't think uh, DJ Belich. Tony, Marco, and Pam. That's. I don't know what you're saying, Marco. His nickname, the, the leech. leech. Okay. The leech. The leech. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it's hard to understand what you're saying because there's four of us on the line. I do apologize. The leech, yes. Um, I I don't know, man. We we've been talking about Neil Magny for a while, DJ Tony, on this show. We we don't know if we can trust him right now. The odds makers not trusting him. You know, I don't know. Did I give the odds already? No. Uh, the leech at a minus one eighty five. Jing Ling uh, and Neil Magny at a plus one sixty right now. So the odds makers not feeling Neil. Neil Holy crap. <laughs> the odds maker is not feeling Neil Magny as well. Um, I'm going to go uh, with Zheng Ling just because I like saying it. Zheng Ling. Zheng Ling. Did you ever see Life with uh, Eddie Murphy and uh, Martin? Martin. What's Martin his name? Lawrence. There was, yeah, there was a character in his name was Zheng Ling. And this is his name Zheng Ling. Zheng Ling. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you have to look it up. Okay. Um, Reminds me of the beer Yingling when I say it. Also, a very of. fun word to say. Chingasso. Yeah. <clears throat> Indeed. I'm going to say Chingasso's here in the second round by yep. KO. Chingasso's for Yingling, Jingling, the leech. Oh, right then. Bobby Knuckles, indeed. That brings us to the end of the show. Rick, real quickly, I wanted to comment on last week. DJ Tony just blowing us out of the water this week, everybody. Uh, this month, uh, bleh, this year, everybody. Uh, DJ Tony's on quite a roll. Uh, congratulations, Tony. Uh, you, you blew Tommy. us out of the water with five points. I was close with oh. uh, in second place with two points. Marco, you managed to get one oh. point last week. Congratulations. Oh. <laughs> At least you did better than Pam. Right? By default, she wasn't here. Pam has gotten the. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, Pam has gotten the old goose egg. Sorry, Pammy. Had to throw that one That's in again right. this week. All right, so. What's up? All right, guys, let's go ahead and get out of here. Um, last uh, Before we get out, last week, of course, was Benavides versus Figs fight. Uh, God, what a terrible, terrible travesty that whole debacle was. Um, and, yeah, maybe they're going to run it back. That's enough to talk about that for right now. Um, Tammy, what do you got for yeah, us for- this week? You were off last week. We missed your, you know, emu stories. I mean, we know we're giving emus hugs nowadays on the Twitterverse. Oh, my uh, God, they love me. What do you got? It's a guilty me. pleasure. 
you know this what? This week you got I a guilty pleasure for us. You got a Twitter follow. I really what do you got for us this week? Don't. I'm actually trying to be better, and I'm trying to read a book. I'm reading a book. It's called Dracula, oh. and it's the beginning of um, Dracula, how he came to Bram Stoker, how he came to be, and how he came to write the book Dracula. So I'm a dork. Yes, I am. Just speaking about Dracula, uh, on the previous podcast uh, a couple of weeks back on the, uh, was it, um, shit, I can't think of it right now. Anyways, and they were talking about the best Draculas in history, uh, top five Draculas. Um, maybe that Gary would interest Oldman. you. I'll send you the link. All right. Right oh, on, yeah. Well, Gary um, Oldman. Bernie Mac. Go you got to look at Bernie Mac playing Jingling. Jingling, Jingling. All right. Oh, Bernie Mac, always the big, always the man. Uh, hardcore listing. Sorry, yes, that's what it was. It was on hardcore listing. All right, um, DJ Tony, what do you got for us this week? You got a, a Twitter follow. You got a guilty pleasure this week. What do you got? I'll tell you the Twitter follow of the week, and this is someone that you guys definitely want to follow. She's an MMA fighter. Shout out to Team United. Um, She's amazing. Her name is Loba, L-O-B-A, underscore Acosta. Look her up, guys. Um, Up and coming, beautiful as all heck, but just a legit, like literally, jiu-jitsu fighter. You definitely want to look at her. Um, I'll tell you what what I'm I'm watching, my guilty pleasure, um, is something called, um, Pam, you might actually appreciate this or mark maybe marco you can go in on me on this one um i'm not one for spanish tv i rarely ever watch it um actually i never watch it but um bellator's alejandra lara has been on the show called exa in estados unidos which is basically like uh, if you guys recall the uh what was it a battle of the network stars basically it's it's yeah semi semi-celebrities fighting against regular fit people um, doing these obstacle courses. You can watch this with the volume down. You just want to watch the women on there. So shout out to that show. Estados Unidos. You don't need to turn up the volume. Just watch it. (laughs) Kind of like Ozzy Man and his uh, fascination with uh, Mexican weather prognosticators. Check that one out too. Hell yeah. Um, So I wanted to give a quick uh, Twitter shout out to at Dave Weasel. Um, he's been liking uh, a lot of our uh, tweets that we've been putting out lately to uh, his 505k followers. So shout out to that man. Thank you very much for that. Um, my guilty pleasure. Last week I mentioned that I was watching the uh, first John Wick movie. I went back, watched the second John Wick. You know what? Second one's good, too. Maybe we got a little carried away with the third one, guys. That's all I have to say about that. But my guilty pleasure this week is um, on Amazon Prime. Uh, we're watching, uh, re-watching Elementary. Um, really enjoyed that show. Um, liking getting back into it again. Um, yeah, so that's me in a nutshell. Um, looking forward to the fight. Enjoy them, Marco. Don't don't lose don't lose your mind. I'm coming to you. Last week, you thought I was gonna go well without you. Don't worry, buddy. I never forget about you. You get us out of here. You're the anchor, bud. You're the star of the show. Uh, so we're we're looking forward to uh, USC on ESPN plus 28. If you're following those things, also known as Lee versus Oliveira on March 14th. Marco, get us out of here for this week. What you got? Guilty pleasure? Twitter follow? 
Okay, so my guilty pleasure this week is a cheesy series on Netflix called Lucifer. The premise being, what if oh, yeah. the devil got sick and tired of hell, came into Earth on L.A., became a club owner, and he's so bored he started to help a detective so kind. It's cheesy, <laughs> but it's fun. And I love the, the soundtrack because every single episode they put a, a song or, or a music with something with the devil related on it. Uh, so I'm benching on that. Don't ask me why. I, 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 I jump into it. I, I wanted something mindless, and I got it stuck with Lucifer. Um, follow Paul, Pama Pandora Box. Follow Tony at, at Andy Yitani. Follow Producer at Produce. Follow me, Amaldo Marco. Follow the show at another MMA cast. Red and Radio, Snuckleheads, uh, we are on Google Play, Blacktop Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to, hear, to listen to the show if you like MMA. A whole bunch of Knuckleheads here just talking about MMA. We are fans, you know, we're not experts, but we love the freaking sport. You'll uh, see 248 uh, this weekend, you know, two title fights, and uh, we're going to let you guys catch you guys next week. Enjoy the fights. And just like that, Pammy. Buenas noches. <laughs> hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. 